Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. A 
God's grace gift that I can share this episode one with the world. My take on the environment, I'm living in my vision and my purpose is to heal with universes over time. It's ending, but I search is the beginning of a work to make a brighter day with more peace and love. For my people say one, more peace and love. For my people say one, one, Y'all, I think I've just been talking away. (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. This is Keisha K. Boogie Shantae. You are now listening to Circle Sisters Podcast. Uh, Yeah, so I was just talking away, and I had myself on mute. And let me tell you why. Y'all already know Blog Talk Radio and me, for some reason, it's time for me to move on because it's just, it's, these technical difficulties are just, they're, they're, they're just frustrating. And um, next week, next week, it is my intention that, um, that uh, I'm sorry because I'm looking because I think I just lost my caller too. Um, next week, I will be on a new, on a new forum. That is my goal. I found something that I like, and so hopefully we'll be coming from a whole new location next week, and I won't be having these problems. So basically what I was saying over the past two minutes that y'all did not hear, a little bit more than two minutes, about three minutes that y'all did not hear, was just the fact that, um, you know, last week was was crazy. Um, The last two weeks have been just bananas and bonkers. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what today is. The days are all running together. The time is running together. It's just it's just crazy, um, and a lot of that, the, well, the majority of that is because of the Kraken or Hurricane Harvey, as, you know, most people call it. I call it the Kraken because it was a monster, and that's exactly what it was, and uh, if there was ever a true Kraken, we faced it, we faced it um, last week, and uh, heaven forbid anybody else has to face the Kraken, or its sisters and its brothers, and so um, we don't have to build on that. Y'all go to my y'all go to my website www.circlesister13.com. Check out that blog. I just uh, uploaded a semi decode. Now I didn't go into that. What I said was, if you're truly interested in in more of my understanding of of the Kraken then you're going to need to call me, 713-338-9343. Call me, text me, message me, send me an email, circlesister13 um, at gmail.com, and we can get together and we can build on it, and I can get your understanding and you can get mine. Um, I'm reluctant to just put it all out there because unless you are an occultist, unless you are um, someone who practices, you know, symbolism and, and magic, um, manipulating energy, manipulating the elements. Unless you all up in the mix, all up in the mix, and, and, and are hip to the lingo and all of that, you're not really gonna you're not gonna get the full effect. You're not really gonna understand um, what I'm talking about. And so instead of just you know casting it 
and it just hoping it hits, I rather, you know, I rather do it with some precision. And so if you're interested, hit me up. If not, just check out the blog and I give just a base decode of Harvey and um and yeah, and why I call it the Kraken. So, um, I think I'm gonna have to call my sister Ayana back. She was on the line, but I'm pretty sure she hung up once she didn't hear me. But uh let's see. So Thursday, this past Thursday, we did a special edition of Circle Sisters Podcast, and we had Sister Lene Javet on, and she discussed her um, her her empowerment, her economic empowerment in Arizona, excuse me, in Nevada, and um, I can't wait to go to that next year. Oh my gosh, this is such a positive woman. She's beautiful inside and out. I love her energy. And I love the fact that um, she's a good person doing good things, making good money. Yes, what else? What else can you ask for? What else can you ask for? And so, um, check that show out. It was specifically uh, not only to help Sis promote her event, but it was also to give us some pointers on how to move forward. Uh, how to move forward after you know in the aftermath. A lot of people are have lost a lot. Everything from their jobs to their cars. To their to their Jordans <laughs> to everything and so yeah five one six five nine five eight one zero eight is the call in number if you're listening online if you're interested in talking to myself hey or if you're interested in talking to our guests just press one and um, as soon as we get a break we will bring you in to you know voice your concern or. Um, you know, ask a question or what have you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. Um, let's see. Do I have any announcements? Just thinking announcements, major announcements. I don't think I do. Um, the only announcement I have is if you all have uh, bras of all sizes, from tween to to grown women. If you have bras that you're interested in donating, if you have beauty products that you're interested in donating, anything that a woman uh, needs to 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 make her feel, you know, herself again, then um, 713-338-9343, call, text, or message me. I'm working with families in Baytown, Texas. That is where I work or where I did work. Um, my place of employment actually was decimated by the cracking, but um, I'm still working with those families very closely, as well as my coworkers, who unfortunately they they live in Baytown. Baytown, you know, is is right. It's the bay. It's it's on the bay, and so you know that's where the plants are. The plants took on water. They got shut down. So a lot of these women, you know, their children's fathers. Um, have been out of work because because the the companies are shut down and a lot of these sisters they live in the projects or they live in you know apartments or whatever and it's just they're going through a lot right now and so um, any type of any type of remembrance any type of semblance of what it was before it helps and so you know we all know how bra how expensive bras are and things of that nature so. Um, if you can help with that type of, you know, feminine products, perf- you know, slightly used perfumes, very, very slightly used makeups, no lipsticks, anything like that. But I guess, you know, eyeshadow, stuff like that. 
um, any type of little kitty, you know, kitty little perfumey uh, lip glosses, just little things, little little things that women like to keep and that make us feel pretty and, you know, stuff like that, y'all, because it's, it's crucial, you know, and this is all about community and working together. So 713-338-9343, circlesisters13 at gmail.com. You can um, email me. And I can get with you. Y'all, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm going to have to schedule this all on one day. And I'm honestly, y'all been chilling in my house because this gas business is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There is no gas shortage. Or maybe there is. But this craze, y'all, we got to do better than this. It's just not okay. People are filling up friggin' trash cans. How are you, what are you going to do with that other than set your whole freaking truck on fire? It's just ridiculous. Mental health, y'all. <laughs> that is, that is, that is the call for today's show. Mental health. People are in straight panic, survival, shock mode. And, and we, we just, whew, y'all, we, we, we need some help. And, you know, it's understandably so. We've never been through anything like this before. That's why we need to go to the experts. And so one of the experts I'm going to bring on, oh, you know what, I did not upload this song. Um, One of the experts I'm going to bring on on the other side of this song, her name is Mama Faya or Ayana Molina. Um, And this sis is going to just bless us in her own special way. She's a licensed counselor. She she is from New Orleans. And so who better to 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 get our head right than a sister who who been through it, been through it, and, and came out a victor? So let me see, let's see, what are we gonna play? Do do do. Okay, we're gonna play this one. Um, y'all, this has nothing to do with tonight's show. I just really like it. The side, we gonna talk about it. What happened? If you be rapping, you sing. If you be anything you want, do a zonto. Do a lingo. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. If you be rapping, you sing. If you be anything you want, do a lingo. Do a zonto. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. Go fear none. Let me see you do the go fear none. Go fear none. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. Bad girl, bad girl, go down, right? 
you a lingo. You a tonto. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. Aye. Coffee and none. Let me see you do the coffee and none. Coffee and none. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. Aye. Coffee and none. Let me see you do the coffee and none. Aye. Coffee and none. Bad girl. I beg my mom, baby. I know it's a carry. But I got rap for you. And if I rap for you, make you know they laugh for me. Cause I be bad like that. And I go finish the best. Before I finish the best, you dey wait for sack or death. If you be rap, you be single. If you be anything you want, you a lingo. You a tonto. Bad girl, bad girl, go down. Hey! All right, y'all, Coffee and None. I just like that song. It's a fun song to dance to. Peace, Mama Yana, are you there? Peace, yes, I'm here. Can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Good. Well, How are welcome. You, Thank you. You I'm, know I'm what? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm glad you're I am. I am super glad you're here. I'm glad that you finally got a chance to come on the show. Uh <laughs> I'm um, sis, I'm good. I um, I kind of, I kind of, I just stepped away from everything these past two days. I was out in the mix, and then something just. Today I was out of it. I, I guess I'm going through my own little healing process, my own little just mental, mental thing. Um, okay. but I realized that I thought I had all this stuff I was going to share. I'm like, you know, I have nothing to share, so I'm just gonna hush and let you talk, and you know. If if I I think you can I think you're good <laughs> like if you if I feel like you need me to chime in I will um, if you prepared okay. something that's perfect if not I can go back and forth but yeah I have nothing to share since so I just I'm kind of I'm just here <laughs> okay well I'm glad you're here you know I'm glad you're here and if you had to take a break and I you know we need to listen to ourselves. When it's time to take a break and when it's time to do some self-care, it's time to take care of yourself so that you can get strong and take care of others, then we have to listen to our bodies and listen to our minds and our spirits. And so first I just want to say um, so much love to my people in Houston, um, so much love from New Orleans. You know, we have been all just watching it from, uh, you know, media, social media, um, and we we have been there, uh, and, you know, it was just called to watch and know what our people will have to go through months and months after the storm. You know, it's after the storm that is the hard part. Um, the, it's like when you're going through the stress of the devastating, you know, moment, when it's happening in the moment, you know, your fight or flight kicks in, your survival right. mode kicks in. And then when you start sitting down and really reflecting on what just went through, the traumatic event just went through, and then the devastating loss, you know, of, of, of family members, devastating loss of yeah. personal items, keepsakes and cars and homes and baby pictures, memorabilia, you know, um, right. <clears throat> when you sit down and really, it really hits you then. You know, and so so much love, respect, and honor to our people out in Houston, my people that um, are suffering and uh, right now. Just, I'm here to offer you support, 
by way of this radio show, but also support by way of, you know, sending things to Houston. Hopefully we can get to Houston. Um, I heard you talking about the prize and the winning items. We have a sister here in New Orleans that is um, really gathering up those things. Um, excited about how New Orleans is coming together because we know, um, and then a lot of people from New Orleans went to Houston, you know, after yeah. the storm. And they're still living, and they had to go through Harvey as well. So our hearts are out to all of you. Um, and so today I, I really just want to talk about PTSD, um, you know, how we respond in, after a trauma, you know, and then a trauma like this. And there's so many different traumas, and a lot of us have already experienced trauma, you know, in our lives, and our childhood. But something like a hurricane and with this devastating flood, um, it's just like a side swipe, you know. You kind of see it coming and you don't realize how bad it's going to be. And then, you know, the fallout happens, you know, the yeah. actual traumatic events and then after. And so, Keisha, if you could tell me what what you've seen so far um, as far as the, the, the work that you've been doing to help people, what have you seen Okay, so let's see. Let me be completely honest. I've talked to people. Um, I have not gotten out too much. Um, I don't go back to work until Thursday, and so that's when I'm actually going to touch hand, you know, exchange items and go hand to hand. But what I've seen from my window, think like so, my apartment did not receive water. I live upstairs. I did not receive water. However, the apartment directly across the street from us, for whatever reason, they were flooded. The streets were flooded. And so I've seen, when I get out, as I've gotten out and kind of just walked around the neighborhood, um, people seem to be in good spirits for the most part, you know, putting things into perspective. However, there's definitely a, there's a, um, there's a, there's an intensity in the air. Um you have so you have both extremes. You have people who are being extremely courteous, extremely nice, you know, um, just just very helpful. And then you have the complete opposite: people who are just, like I say, very intense, um, short-tempered, um, angry. There seems to be like mm-hmm. anger. I've seen everything. I've seen people, you know, walk into the store completely drunk. Um, <laughs> Like, I would, okay, okay. Um, which is, you know, people get drunk anyways, but to to kind of just be out in public with it, that's not necessarily something that I'm used to seeing um, okay. during broad daylight. Um, for me, I mean, me personally, like I said, for me personally, I've just been kind of just staying close to the house because I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know where people are at with it, and I'd rather just lay low until... Yeah, some more time until I have to get out, you know. That's right. That's right. And I and I like how you land though because, you know, self care right now is really the the only thing we can do as far as healing, uh, right now if you do have to stay in. So taking care of yourself, taking care of your own feelings, you know, taking care of um your the space, you know, the sacred space that you're in. Providing um, extra love and tender tenderness to your children or tenderness to the family right. that is in the home with you, you know this is like your sphere of influence. This is what you can do. Um, 
and for the people who are, are angry, it's a normal response to a trauma. It's a normal response to loss. The thing about it is right. that, you know, I'm glad that you're saying it because you're not sure how people are going to respond to you. We have to be, you know, and I'm glad that you're, you understand that, that um, people, people are drunk because they're trying to cope. You know, it, it's not the healthiest way to cope. But there, I'm sure there are people who are, are using all kinds of substances to kind of numb the, the feeling, you know, numb the feeling of loss. That they're suffering right. is unspeakable. It's really unspeakable. You can't, really? you, know, you know, everybody's dealing with it. I mean, I just remember being in shock, you know, after mm. Katrina. Just like I could not believe it, you know. Right. Um, and I, we were the ones that actually evacuated you know, uh, right. at the last minute, the evacuation process was hard, but we, we did not have to wait for a um, helicopter to stand on the roof and those kind of things. But um, we watched it, which was devastating, and then there were family and friends who were, you know, who yeah. were standing on the roof or, or in an attic for like 48 hours and, you know, sick yeah. elderly people, people with children. You know, it's really... Um, Nobody can understand uh, unless you've been through it. And, um, you know, New Orleans is just picking up the pieces, Keisha. I mean, it's been 12 years, 12 years. Yeah. There are still parts of New Orleans that are devastated. Um, mm. There's still mm. memory, you know, like there's after Katrina, before Katrina, after, you know, that's our timeline, you know. Exactly. Um, and so pre- be prepared for months or years of healing that has to take place after this. Be prepared to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Be prepared to taking really, really great care and, and healthy coping because it's really easy to kind of get in a depression, you know, get in depression and, and, and get stuck, right. you know. Right. Um, and so taking care of our mental health is, is the biggest part of this thing. You know, to not lose it, to not lose it, and to know that everything is going to be okay. And that sounds really slimy and it sounds kind of like, <laughs> you know, generic, right. but it will be. But it will be, you know. Um, your your homes can be rebuilt. You can, you can get a safe space to be in. You know, you can get a, a car eventually. You know, you can hopefully be able to, you know, get some pictures back some stuff that you put on social media, you're able to, you know, you if you have your life, you know, if you have your life and your family's lives, then, you know, you can pick up the pieces from a devastating loss like this. Now, if there have been people who have unfortunately died from a storm like this yeah. in, in your family, I mean, that's a whole other layer of um, loss, you know. Um, yeah. And my heart, my heart goes out to the people of Houston uh, that have lost lives and lost family lives because something like that is, you know, you can never, you know, you have to get back to a new normal. You can never be normal. Get back to being right. So, um, do you know, has any of your, have you heard of any deaths in your um, immediate circle of friends or family? Um, thankfully, I have not heard of any deaths. Because um, I know people who've lost, who, you know, did get a vaccine. Hello? Uh-oh. No, you're, hello? I'm here. I'm okay, here. just making sure. So, yeah, I do know people who are, you know, directly evacuated. Um, I know 
people who've lost their homes, lost their houses. Um, I know one of my sisters, she was saying how, um, you know, her whole family got sick. I guess just, you know, from being in the water and from just, you know, if your mental is stressed out, that will trigger, you know, your immune system to shut down to a certain degree. So she got sick, the baby's sick, the baby has a fever, um, and so that's an additional strain. Um, What else we've heard? I I can use myself. I I didn't go through the thick of it. You know, I sat and watched it. But I remember the day, let's see, two days after the waters were seeded, um, I went ahead and went to the store because I had to get, you know, just some basics. And um, it was cops. You know, it was cops stationed at the, first of all, all, it was a line. So it was like a major 30-minute line to even get into the store, which, okay, that was a little bit different. But I understood it, I guess, you know. They had limited staff or what have you. But then when we got to the front of the line, it was police officers there. And so that triggers, you know, a whole different a whole Definitely. different dynamic, right? Yeah. And so literally I remember thinking, do I want to just go, am I going home right now? Or am I going to just go ahead and go in the store and get what I need? And so that was interesting to even have that thought process, like, damn, why would I do that? But I know why I would do that. So I went ahead and went to the store, and then just looking at the aisles and seeing them empty and looking at, you know, them having just water on top of water on top of water but not having bread and not having certain produce. And then I remember feeling like I wanted to throw up. And mm. I was with my, and my daughter was with me, and I was just like, um, damn, I need to throw up. I, I, just, I just felt sick to my stomach. And I attribute it to, you know, just the whole situation. I realized, okay, that's my reaction to stress. This is that's this right. is my body reacting to just just this. And so, you know, that's a little on me. And so I can imagine someone who, um, actually my brother, um, who needs to call in so he can, you know, he actually went through it. Um, he needs to call in and, and share his experience um, because, like, he was saying he's seen – he the, he was part of the efforts to carry people carry the elders, you know, out of their homes to be evacuated, and so mm-hmm. um, hopefully he'll call in and share his story. But but yeah, that's um, you know that's kind of how it goes. Um, yeah, I, was, I, I hear you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to you, brother. I hope he's able to call. Shout out to all the people that help. Um, yeah, I'm giving him. That's 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 my way of telling him to go ahead and call and press one so I can bring him in. I know he's listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes, you know I'm so thankful for for community members who knew, you know, what they had to do, who couldn't just fall apart, who had to stand up and and really help the people who couldn't help themselves. So I'm thankful, you know, so thankful for those brothers and and, and thankful, you know, to everyone. Who is helping? And so you're you're talking about like psychosomatic symptoms. You know, when you you said that you saw the you saw the police, you saw um, you know the water and not bread, and you felt like throwing up. That's a psychosomatic issue that you're have that you had in a, as a result of the you know the ongoing trauma because it's not over. You know that you had to go to the store and deal with long lines deal with the police, deal with, you know, the military kind of thing happening with police at the grocery store, you know. Um, the the psychosomatic type of things are going to happen. It could be, um, you know, 
headaches, stomach aches, uh, nausea, he, um, definitely trouble sleeping, nightmares, flashbacks, you know, all these things can happen. And if if you are having those things on a regular basis, you know, like you are, if, since the storm came and you're uh, nauseous and, you know, can't eat or you vomit, I would definitely say see someone right away. You know, definitely try to see uh, a professional right away to say, you know, this is happening to me, and really check on your on your physical self. But if it's <clears throat> maybe something that you can't see someone, try practicing relaxation breath. Um, you know, a lot of the time we don't even try to breathe intentionally. Right. You know, we we breathe every day, all day. But there are some relaxation breaths that we can take that will calm the mind, um, yeah. will allow, you know, that calms anxiety, which is a definite, you know, symptom of PTSD, a symptom of dealing with a, a trauma as devastating as this. Um, and so diaphragmatically breathing, like if, if you know anything about yoga, you know, about breathing into the belly and, um, you know, uh, thinking, you know, Positive thoughts going in and negative thoughts going out, you know, relaxation in, anxiety out, and just really um, trying to calm yourself in the moment and giving yourself, uh, being gentle enough with yourself to take, to stop and take a break and to breathe. You know, a lot of times we don't do that. We just keep going and going and going and going um, because I'm very right. bad, like we say in New Orleans, you know, we call it bad nerves, <laughs> but what it really is anxiety. You know, and yeah. and just to getting the practice of uh, relaxation breathing. Yes. So, yes. you know, yes. really um, any any type of irritability or aggravation, you know, we, we when you have been through a trauma, such as a devastating loss, a devastating, uh, you know, traumatic time like this, irritability and aggravation can just really creep up when you're dealing with people, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dealing with, like, your own family, those in your home, or even dealing with yeah. people at work, dealing with people on the phone, dealing with people, you know, family members or people who are not even family, you know, even though. Yeah. And we have to be mindful, you know, we have to be mindful of those things that it's the stress, you know, it's the stress and, you know, we have to be in control of that. I know it's hard, you know, especially when you don't lost everything. You know, I know how that feels. It's like the only thing that helped for me during the time of Katrina, like maybe the first month after Katrina, was um, resting. You know, I did a lot of laying down and resting. People asked me if I was okay. And I just said, you know, I need this or whatever. You know, and I was pregnant at the time. I was uh, eight and a half months pregnant with my son, yeah. And so I had to evacuate. I'm so glad I did because we were going to stay home. I was like, oh, no, yeah. we're not going anywhere. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, children's father's, uh, my children's father's father at the time was just like, oh, no, you're gone, you know, and I'm glad you did. But, I mean, I was literally, I mean, I had had a shower and I had all of our babies. I had baby stuff, a bassinet, all kinds of stuff. I just left it there. And so when we left, I left with nothing. You know, we left with a couple of pairs of clothes and that was it. And so um, we lost. You know, we lost everything. And so guess what? We were okay. You know, once the baby was born, he had what he needed. A lot of stuff was donated, and that was okay, too. You know, um, 
Yeah, of course, you want brand new things for your baby, but at the time, it didn't matter. He had what he needed. He had more than what he needed, honestly. And so being able to kind of yield, you know, yield to what's happening, you know, as a person who likes to control things, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a controlling <laughs> person, but I wanted to control how my baby came into this world. I wasn't able, so I just yielded to what I did have, you know, able to go to family and they were able to support us in that time. So, um, you know, it sounds like I'm saying just take care of yourself and that's all you have. And really and truly that is what I'm saying. I'm saying take great care. Take great care of yourself. You know, eat well. Eat well. Drink a lot of water. Keep your, your body strong, you know. Yeah. Keep your body strong when you're depressed. Cry, you know. Cry. Yeah. Don't hold it in. Cry it out. Um, how <laughs> if you got to, you know? Um, write. You know, writing in my journal helps a lot. I'm a writer by nature, and so writing mm. helps me. But there is that one thing for everybody that helps to really stress in a healthy way. You know, if you if you really go through the different ways that you can really stress, there's gonna be something that works. For you. You know, um, sometimes it's talking it out to a loved one, a trusted loved one. Sometimes it's, you know, going further and getting some, some professional counseling, maybe that might be it. Some people like to run or exercise or sweat it out. Some people yeah. like to, to sing it out, you know. Some people like to freestyle. Some people like to, you know, cook. Or, I mean, you know, there's a lot yeah. of different ways that you could, you could do it. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching at this point. There's a lot of no, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. I remember during the storm, during the cracking, and then the aftermath because I, since I felt like it was two different storms. I don't care what nobody tell me. It was the hurricane, mm. just like just like with y'all. It was the hurricane. The hurricane really wasn't the problem. The problem was the aftermath of the hurricane. It was right. the levees. That's right. Right. So the same thing happened, like, with us. It was the hurricane, and then it was the storm. And the storm is what, where all the chaos broke, when all hell broke loose, was after the damn hurricane. But anyway, so during those two processes, I remember I went into nesting mode, because I'm a single parent. So it's just me and my daughter. And I'm a a bad man pajama, though, so, you know, I'm not to be messing with it. But I remember going into, like, I remember just, girl, I was, like, in a whole different zone with it because I'm seeing the waters rise, and I had to move my truck. I got to make sure. And then, you know, on, like, day three and four, I'm realizing, okay, because I know people, you know, I'm a social worker, sociology and and psychology are kind of, you know, things that I I love. And so I know, okay, some people – Day three, day four is when they gonna start getting stupid because you you just don't anticipate a storm lasting this long. You don't anticipate right. water getting this friggin' high. And if you're not a mentally stable person, it's only so many days you're going to be able to handle being out of your comfort zone. And sure enough, sure enough, that's when people started, you know bringing in the stores so they could get the things that they needed. Some people got some shit they didn't need. And so in my mind, I'm like, damn, what, I mean, I, I'm just, I hate even talking about it, but I hate it being in that space of what happens when they knock on my door? 
because two apartments right. down, they kicking indoors at this point. So what happened? Wow. So what I took down, I have a reef on my door all year. I took my reef down. I put my plots, my pots, my little plants up. Because I was like, I don't want nobody to think. Nobody soft lives here. <laughs> like, there's no welcome mat. There's no nothing. My apartment like everybody else's apartment. And I'm like, and it's just things that I'm thinking of. Like, damn, I want my baby to play outside. I want her to, you know, sit outside on the porch. I want her to feel like everything is normal. It's just rain. But then I'm watching, like, damn, does anybody see me out here? Do they know I'm a single woman? Like, just, just stuff that I just did not like thinking about. Do I have to let out warning shots? Just shit that just... I just hated being in that space. And then yeah. I can imagine, let's say I didn't get water in my apartment. But I can imagine another sister who happens to be by herself with her children and her, you know, I'm also an empath. And so I'm just thinking like, damn, I can't even imagine being in that mental space of you. there's water coming in and it's just you and your babies. And it's a lot of women, a lot of sisters who went through that. But um, I do, my brother is on the line. Let me bring him in. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. He was already in. Hold on. All right. 281-300. You there? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, so this is Chris. Chris, this is Mama Yana. Um, Chris, hey, can Chris. you give us a? Uh, hey, you 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 were in the trenches. Can you give us a a play by play of? Well, no, better yet, let me let me ask you this. How are you? I don't know. I haven't had a good chance to release. <laughs> what you say? You don't know? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like seriously, because it was different this time. Because you know, the first time that flood was there, you know, I had some help in the house. My old man was there, but this time it was just me. And I had my girls with me, and that water was like no other earth we were expecting before. So it, it was different. I had to go into a mode, and I don't think I came out of it yet because <laughs> it's just, I think I'm still shell shocked a little bit because it came fast. But I was like, this is hurricane. We done stepped through a couple of them, well, a few of them. And no, nah, that water came up. I'm five ten. I was I was knee deep in water within like an hour. Wow. Within an hour. So at this point, like I didn't let the girls in the attic, I got them pulled pillows off the couches and bagged up clothes and made it comfortable upstairs for them, put up blankets, pillows and stuff. And by this time I came back down, I was wasting. So I was like, Look, we gotta make the call, y'all gotta get out of here. This I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had to cut the power to the house. And then we finally got through to somebody. They did come out, like right on time. They like as soon as day breaking, it was six thirty I filled up. Around six forty five, seven I went outside and dude was coming down the street. Like, I'm looking for the fence, and I'm like, here we go. And we had to get up out of there. Uh, we had to walk down the street to the truck, which was on the bad part. And, you know, my mom and my sister, and they pretty short, so they, like, waist deep in water at this point. Uh, I got them on the truck. It was full, so I had to walk. So at this point, we just gathering up everybody as, as much as we could. It wasn't on the truck, and we, we went to the rendezvous point. Rendezvous point was flooded, so they was like, we going here. We got on the freeway. I know as far as me, I had to leave everybody else. I got on the freeway. I couldn't be away from my girl, so 
They say we go in here. I got on the freeway, walked down the freeway to where they was going, and, and got there to the shelter. And he was stuck there for like probably two days because they wasn't ready for it over there. They was running out of little supplies. They did have it soon. And then we finally got bust over to Georgia Brown, and I was just uncomfortable with that situation. Because mm-hmm. it, it's too many people. I don't know what people think, and everybody sell shot. Uh, you got they flushing out the homeless people. You flushing out all types of people that in the Georgia Brown. I was too uncomfortable with that. Although you could say it was a shelter, but it was just. Too many personalities and too different, too many different people floating around. <laughs> but that storm was totally different from the beginning. It was all the way around just different. So are you say, yeah, go ahead, Mama. I was just gonna ask, as far as how are you right now? Um, are you safe? Is your family safe? Yeah, my people case, uh, we drive. Uh, I found I got the girls. I got a lot of their stuff up. They got some necessities. They got some day-to-day stuff. Uh, we lost all the cars. Um, but, yeah, everybody safe. We drive. We moving around. Some people let us use some cars until some other stuff come through. So, right now, yeah, we safe. Nobody lost. Everybody still here. Y'all are living, y'all are, um, are y'all back in the house, or are y'all, no, where no, you, no. where y'all resting? Uh, right now, I'm in my cousin's house, and my mom, she has a sister house with my sister and my niece, and I just float in between where I'm at and my other sister house. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, brother, for your, your bravery. You know, I know it was difficult, um, you know, uh, I'm also a, a Hurricane Katrina survivor, and uh, it, I know it's going to take some time to, to find your balance again, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that you and your family are safe, and I'm thankful for all you did to, you know, make sure people were, were safe. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I wrote down, let's see, I was going to ask you, Mama Yana, um, can you briefly talk about, I have three things, survivor's remorse, can you talk about some of the warning signs of depression, and then can you hit us with a poem? <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Um, and what was the first The first thing you said? The first one was um, survivor's remorse. Okay, so... Feeling feeling bad that you made it. I'm not sure about survivors and most. I'd have to Correct. look it up. No, that's um, it. That's it. That's it for for those of us who, like I say, I didn't I I didn't have to you know I didn't have to get evacuated. I didn't have to go through the, tr- you know, different levels. There was different levels to this gotcha. storm. And by and large, I wasn't you know I was on the safest level. And so me watching it and me interacting with people who have lost so much. I feel bad. Like, I feel bad even saying I'm okay. Right. Okay. I, I hear you. I mean, this, you're going to be dealing with this as well as a as a community member of Houston. I know you may have not have, 
you know, been in the trauma, but it still affects you. Uh, it still will affect you to watch it. I mean, it's just, you know, when we when we love ourselves and we love our people, we can feel it. Like you call yourself an empath, you know you feel it too, you know. So celebrate that you did not have to, you weren't knee-deep in water like your brother or waist-deep in water, but you are still struggling as well, um, and you will struggle too. Um, and look, my husband picked it up. He said, surviving guilt is a mental condition that occurs when a person perceives themselves as done wrong by surviving a traumatic event when others did not. And, you know, I, I, it's a real, you know, it's a real mental mental symptom. And so I, I would switch that as soon as you can into thankfulness, you know, thankfulness right. and being strong for your brother that was just on the phone, being strong for his family, being strong for the people that you have to work with. Um, and, and understanding them, but also dealing with you with the understanding that you're dealing too, that it's not, you know, I, I was always saying that I did not have to stand on the roof and be airlifted yeah. by helicopter, but I still, you know, had to deal, had to deal with all those things, um, you know, with the loss and the loss of my city, you know, yeah. um, having to find balance again and all those things. And so I understand that is that survivor's remorse is real. Um, so as far as depression is concerned, you know, people yeah. need to really, really be paying attention to themselves and everybody around them, including the children, you know. The children yes, yes, especially, yes, yes. you know. Like we kind of say, oh, you are right. You got what you need. You got what you know. Definitely. You gonna be okay. Soldier up, kind of thing. But let me tell you, if right. our children, our children will show symptoms of depression if they're eating, if they're not eating enough, if they're not, if they're eating too much, you know, if they're sleeping yes. too much, or if they're not sleeping, you know, we need to pay attention. This goes for everyone. But I like to really pinpoint to the children because the children's needs go unmet sometimes when adults are yeah. trying to grasp on to things. And that can really um, snowball into something for children when the needs are unmet. So we need to be looking at ourselves. We need to be making sure that our children are okay. And also looking at our elders, you know, looking at the gamut of yeah. our community in every way. And so um, I, I like to say that sleeping is a big issue with um, a traumatic event. You know, just make sure mm-hmm. children are still eating well and, and sleeping well and adults are too. Um, and, you know, feelings of, of sadness, like uh, hopelessness almost, like I'm never, yeah. we're never going to have another safe house again or we're never going to get another car. Yeah. Or, you know, those those feelings of hopelessness that it's never going to be the same again, which it won't. Right. You know, that's an understanding that we can't go and look back about how we had it before. We only have to rebuild, you know, right. and how we can have it, but have it new. And that's that's hard to let go of, you know. I remember um, the, my children's father, mother and father, went back to New Orleans um, to see their home. Um, this was like three months after Katrina, and he actually had a heart attack when he saw his home. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, because it was it just was like I can't believe this. I thought I was oh, wow. coming back. You know, I could and so we you know, really mm-hmm. we have to plan on what's gonna happen in the future, plan on what we're on what we're building, you know. Um and 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 when we need to, 
remember when we need to say, remember when I yeah. when when we had the, you know, and that's okay too to reminisce and to think about what we did have. It's okay to do that, but it's best you know after that to say, well, we're gonna have this. Make some plans, yeah. you know, make some plans and future goals that you can look forward to. So um, also depression can um, you know when we're starting to use substances more, you know, like if we, we were a recreational drinker before and now we're drinking every day. Um, if right. we were a recreational, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, and we're starting to use that, that stuff every single day to cope, we need to right. start thinking, okay, I do not want to make this an addiction. I do not want to make this a habit. I need to replace right. the, the unhealthy coping skills with something else. Um if there's any feelings of suicide, any feelings of, I wish, you know, like like I think you wrote about a lady who jumped back in the water. Um, yeah. We have to, take, have to take those very, very seriously. Um, you know, if somebody if somebody's just like, I can't take this anymore, I, I can't believe that I'm, you know, I, I can't live this way, and, you know, I lost yeah. everything. And that, are, that Those are the people that we need to get help immediately for. You know, we need to, like, like he, she said, you do social work. Um, yeah. You are the person that can that can compile a list of resources. You know, I'm not sure about Houston, but compile a list of resources of people that can talk on the phone with people. You know, yeah. we have to actually go through, you know, make an appointment, go to the clinic and, you know, speak to somebody for an hour. That's, that's difficult in times like this, you know. You, yeah. you need to just. And let me say, like. Just on that note, real quickly, um, George R. Brown is offering free mental health checks. Um, so Good. just go to George R. Brown, walk in, let them know, you know, that you need a little bit of help. And they're offering free mental health checks to everyone who walks through the door. That's awesome. That's awesome. And listen, I am also willing to speak to people on the phone if they need. Good. Um, just need some triage kind of support in a moment. Uh, right. you, you could give. I'll give out my number right now, and my number okay. is three three four. It's the area code three three four five three one four seven two one, and it's Ayana. You can text me a call. Um, if I'm not able to answer, most times I'm with someone because I do see people all day. That's my work. And so uh, just leave me a text or leave me a voice down and I will get back to you. Because I feel like, you know, sometimes taking the extra step to get dressed and go to someone, mm-hmm. you're not going to know who you, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to know who this right. is. And you don't know how the fit's going to be. And, you know, you're already doing so much. You're already stressed out. Um, sometimes a phone call or even like a, a FaceTime situation um, works for some people and then, the, you know, I would I would recommend some things once I'm able to speak to someone. Recommend, do you you know, are you around a clinic or, you know, is there any mm-hmm. options? And so if, if mental health professionals would be willing to speak to people on the phone, I think that's meeting people where they are, that's meeting people halfway, mm-hmm. you know, um, with where, you know, this is difficult. This is going to be one of the most, this is going to be probably deep hardest thing to get through and over, but it's doable. Like, you can definitely get through and be empowered on the end of it. You know, be empowered and and, saying, you know, I remember, you know, what happened 12 years ago, and look at me now. You know, I'm a soldier. 
now I'm doing some great work in the community. And so um, it, there will be light. You know, light will come to you eventually. In the midst of it, though, it's going to seem like, you know, there is no answer or there is no light. And there is, you know, my people, there is. Um, just take your time and take really, really great care. Really be paying attention to your thoughts and your, your mood. You know, pay attention to your children's thoughts and mood. You know, yes. um, pay attention to your your elders' thoughts and mood. Um, and we, and we can, we're going to have to get through this together. You know, eventually, Keisha, if there can be some type of um, group, you know, I'm not sure how that will work. But when we moved to Montgomery, and that's the reason why I have a 334 area code, because we evacuated to Montgomery, Alabama. But when we moved to Montgomery, I started meeting people that had also evacuated there. Um, and so we started these groups, these community groups where we sit down and just talk about our stuff, you know, sit down and talk about, you know, I lost my wedding pictures, I lost my wedding ring, I lost, you know, mm. and just talk about what we lost, talk about our experiences together. And and that was very healing for us. Um, and so eventually once people start to settle into this reality, um, having groups really does work. Um, I've seen it work. It worked for me. It worked for my family is to talk about our experiences together. So that's a good, that's something to do eventually. Excellent. Excellent, yeah. So those are real solutions. Um, Being aware of yourself, being aware of your mental state, being aware of your body, how are you eating, how are you sleeping, how are you, are you getting enough water, are you getting out, are you staying in the house, are you um, just, just, just kind of assess, you know, are you acting differently than you did before this event? And if so, is it moving you in a positive manner or is it moving you in a negative manner? And if it is going towards the negative, sis has already said that you can call her. Um, if you need services, I saw on her email, I mean, in her website where she accepts all these type of insurances. And so I'm um, 334 Five three one four seven two one again three three four five three one four seven two one. Her name is Ayana. She I met this over <laughs> over a decade ago, and um, yeah. even then, <laughs> even then, she was in the community. She is about that life. She is tried and true and. Um, yes, this is the truth. And so give her a call and, you know, and give me a call, 713-338-9343. I can, if I can't help you directly, I can definitely point you in the right direction. Um, and, and I like the fact that you mentioned the children and that's something else we're going to have to, you know, dig a little deeper in, in a future show, how the children are reacting because they it, they don't know how to express it, but they saw the water just like we did. And I don't yeah. know, you know, I think I masked pretty well, but if, you know, everybody might not have been able to, to you know, shield their children from their own anxiety, Uh-oh. shield their children okay. from their own anxiety or their anger or their fear or their negative coping mechanisms or what have you. And so how the children are dealing with it and, and, and placing their own emotions and their own fears, their nightmares, 
you know, they're dreaming about water, dreaming about, you know, being evacuated, dreaming about staying in the in the evacuation center or, you know, or just hearing stories, making up ghost stories, children scaring the crap out of them just to be mean, like all these different things. Just make sure you hug your babies, kiss your babies, and let them talk. That's my message. Yeah. You know, just talk to them. Talk to them and let them express themselves and don't put words in their mouth. Just let them say exactly what they mean and listen, because they'll tell you if they're doing okay. Well, some will. Some won't. But some will tell you if they're doing okay. And some of them will just, you know, they just, they're just they just going to act a little bit different. So call Sister Ayana. Call me. You can go online and look up resources. Um, I closed the page, but what I'll do is I'll pull the page back up. There's a Well, you know what? You can just search PTSD, Post Traumatic Stress Disorder. Or, as we also know it, post-traumatic slave disorder. Look up both of them and go over yes, the sir. symptoms, the signs, and familiarize yourself with it. Um, yeah, so, Mama, Ayana, if you will share your website information, share some of the services that you have. Also, tell us about um, what manifests, and then give us a poem, sis, and then we'll be out of here. It was like four oh, things. Hey, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> okay. And so uh, my website is truelovemovement.com. I am a licensed professional counselor, and so we have a, a counseling agency here in New Orleans. It's a, a you know, a black, a woman-owned, black-owned business, and we're so proud of True Love Movement. And so if you go to the website and you go to truelovemovement.com backslash fame campaign, Sane, S-A-N-E, campaign, where we we offer all kinds of services about getting our minds right as people, you know, as black people, period. Um, it's about understanding who we are and understanding our power, um, understanding healing, you know, doing the healing that it takes, the, the healing from a traumatic event like Hurricane Katrina or Hurricane Harvey, but also healing, healing from other traumas that may have happened in our childhood, and then healing from the historical trauma of slavery. So um, it's important for, in, in my understanding of healing, it's important for black people to heal one another. Um, and so that's what True Love Movement, the mission of True Love Movement is, is to uplift and empower black people um, specifically. And so... Um, well, Manifest uh, is something that was born out of True Love Movement. It's one of our products. It's one of our beautiful things that we've created. And so we've done it for about five years, and this is the eighth for Manifest that's coming up October 7th, uh, 2017. It's a Saturday here, and it's a beautiful festival that uplifts and empowers the black woman. Um, the gifts and talents of black women, the entrepreneurship of black women, facilitation of community workshops, the brilliance of black women. And so we're so proud of Womanifest. Um, um, you know, uh, every time a Womanifest happens, it brings so much joy to the community. And we would love to bring it to Houston, too. So I can't wait, Keisha, for you to come check it out. And so you can say, okay, yeah, it would be perfect mm-hmm. over here in Houston because we're going to bring it, um, bring the healing vibes to Houston. Um, yes. I wanted to tell y'all, too, uh, right on Facebook, uh, the True Love Movement page, True Love Movement. We did an episode, the True Love Movement Hour, that we do every Saturday at 5 o'clock. We did an episode on PTSD, if anybody uh, wants to watch that or need some, some more information about the symptoms um, of PTSD. 
So I wanted to also let y'all know about that. Um, like I said, we're manifesting October 7th, 2017. And so we'd love to, if you're interested in we're manifest, uh, you can always email me, call me, text me. My email address is Ayana, A-Y-A-N-N-A-H-U-L-O-V-E-D-A-C-O-M. And so did I hit off, um, I'm about to do a, a poem, but did I hit yes, all the other yes, ones? Yes, yes, <laughs> Oh, it is it. Okay, so I have a favorite poem of mine, and it's an empowering poem, and it's called Power. And um, the hook goes like this, P-O-W-E-R, 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 power, 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 power. My sister got power between her thighs, got the same power between her eyes. Sister just got to realize. Don't believe the hype, don't believe the lie. Most sisters I know look really fly, but deep inside, nothing but despise. Love yourself, sister, be healthy and wise. Shed the shackles and break the ties. Come on, P-O-W-E-R, P-O-W-E-R, P-O-W-E-R. Power, 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 power. My brother's got power. Yes, indeed. Got enough power to raise his family. You got the power, brother. A soul supreme. Educate yourself and plant some seeds. Know the traps and avoid them. Please use your skills to uplift communities. Don't kill each other, brother. You are not enemies. Love yourself and pass the peace. P-O-W-E-R, P-O-W-E-R, P-O-W-E-R. E-R, power, power. My people got power. It ain't found in guns. Use your mind, people, as a weapon. Mamas teach your daughters. Babas teach your sons. Rise up, my people, and come. Freedom. Oh, Sasa, we are one. Emoji, baby, give me some. True liberation has not begun. Uh, this a call to action. P-O-W-E-R, P-O-W-E-R. E-R-P-O-W-E-R, power, 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 power. That's it. Pass the peace, pass the peace, pass the peace. I love it. I love it. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, sister. I feel better already. I think the last thing I would want to say is that we have the power to heal each other. And so when we're being gentle on ourselves through this process, we also need to reflect that and be gentle on others, you know, um, really show love to your brothers and sisters because y'all have, we have all gone through this. And so show love to your children, show love, first show love to yourself, right? And show love to your children, show love to your others, show love to your brothers and sisters, because that's how y'all going to make it through. It's true. You know what? And before I let you go, just tell me about, because I heard you say my husband. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I have seen, I've seen you grow through social media. Um, That's the beauty of social media. The good thing of social media is you can keep up with people um, from a distance anyways. And so um, uh, I just love your transition. I was telling my friends that um, I think it's like you're my twin sister. I don't know if you remember that, but we share the same birthday. I don't think it's the same year, but we are born on the same day. And so when I see you, I'm like, wow. 
This is like me and you. Oh my, yes, me and you. Wow, I don't remember that. I, yeah. <laughs> Go yes. ahead, sister. Yes. yes so no wonder we are we are kindred, loving, you know, impact yes. healers. <laughs> yes, yes, sis, ma'am. yes. And when I left, last I saw you, I believe you had. I want to say you had just had your daughter, and um, that's why I was in New Orleans, I believe. And um, and then you know we kind of fell off, and then we picked back up. You know, you were doing your true love movement, and just you know making the videos and your books, and just phenomenal. And I remember you were going to school, and the next day I looked up, sis, you were a licensed counselor. And then I looked up again, and you had this man with you. Well, I was like, who is this guy? And then I just started <laughs> seeing y'all evolve from, you know, I kind of saw him in one or two pictures. And now y'all have this whole, like, beautiful life healing practice where you help the sisters, he helps the brothers, y'all help each other. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing, and it's something that is so necessary in our community to see black love, black relationships, black people just, you know, honoring the commitment of companionship and healing each other and healing others. And so if you could just, you know, I don't even know how you would address that, but tell us about, about you know, about y'all's, y'all's dynamic as it pertains to relating to the community. Okay. Well, you know, Brother Shaq is um, – is a beautiful, beautiful brother. Um, it started off, True Love Movement started off just for the sisters at one time. Right. It was a, a, a gift gifted to me from the universe, you know, of this beautiful thing that would happen. And the whole time, Spirit was telling me that it would also be for men, you know, that just hmm. to wait, just to wait, someone would show up who would be perfect for mm. it, you know, and just, just mm-hmm. take my time and wait. And I did, and I was doing all this work with little sisters and all of that. And so when I came back home from Montgomery, I lived in Montgomery for five years, and I went to school wow. and got my, my master's degree in counseling and all this other thing. So then I came back to New Orleans because I knew I wanted to, to be back at home and support New Orleans in the way that I knew I could. And so I got a job right. in a, a, a community school where I was a school counselor. And when I saw the needs of the boys, you know, it was an elementary school. And the boys were just falling out. I mean, from first grade to eighth grade, they were just wilding. And so that's when I yeah. realized that the, the time had come that I needed to bring somebody in. And so Brother Shaq and I had been talking, you know, about the book, my book, my first book. And and we had been talking for years. We're friends. We've been friends forever since we were like little kids. Aww. We've been friends since we were like 13 years old. And we had re-met Aww. again. And, and he was doing similar things in uh, North Carolina where he moved, um, working with men, doing groups, you know, of men, doing like the Willie Lynch letter and like breaking it down for him. He was doing a lot of great yeah. things. And so I asked him, I was like, would you, you know, what do you think about coming to New Orleans and doing this work? Um, and he was like, all right. And so he came to New Orleans <laughs> and settled in here right. <laughs> and started helping the brothers, <laughs> helping the brothers at my school. And it just expanded from there. And, you know, I asked him as a friend to come to New Orleans and, you know, our friendship blossomed into love. You know, our friendship just blossomed into black love. And it was just it's just a really beautiful story. Um, you know, we've both Aww. been through a lot of relationships. You know, we've both been through a lot, but we both believe in healing. We both believe in counseling. Mm. You know, we believe in doing this work, and we know that it can work. 
And so I, I'm proud to say that we are a power couple here in New Orleans, that people really do look yes. up to us and honor us to help. You know, we do a lot of couples counseling. We do couples counseling together. It's a beautiful dynamic when the man, you know, man and woman can sit and support another man and woman, yes. you know, who needs the, who needs the support of a relationship that works. You know, um, we have a, a, a real, real level of respect for one another. And we have a yes. real friendship, which makes all the difference. You know, the level of respect and the friendship makes all the difference in our relationship. And so we're able to to be an example for people who will say, well, how do you deal with this or how do you deal with that? And we deal with it because we're friends. You know, we're friends. And so yeah. we, we never want to hurt hurt either one of us. You know, Correct. we think of each other yes. as precious. You know, we, we, we really do mm. think of each other as precious and that's really the key. Um and so I'm very yeah. proud to be um in this relationship because it's a healthy one. You know, it's a good example yeah. for my children to see, you know, um and it's growing. It's growing and in, in expanding all the time. And so, um, yeah, we do we do some really good work here in New Orleans, and I'm very proud of True Love Movement, and we really like to spread and continue to spread, you know, True Love Movement all around, um, and maybe in Houston, you know, we're gonna come yeah. to Houston. We would love, yeah, yeah, we would just love to 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 spread it and start it, and you know, and really um, support support Houston, our our family in Houston. Definitely. So y'all heard it here first. Be on the lookout. True love movement. <laughs> Houston, Houston edition, Houston chapter. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your story with us and sharing your your healing, um, your healing wisdom with us, y'all. Please don't hesitate to reach out and call someone. And three three four five three one four seven two one is her phone number. Her name is Ayana, and um, you have just been listening to Circle Sisters podcast talking about uh, just just mental health, mental health as it pertains to dealing with the trauma. This specific trauma happens to be the Kraken, also known as Hurricane Harvey. However, this goes for any just traumatic, you know, sudden traumatic life-changing event. Um, it just so happens this is the one that brings us together, unfortunately, on tonight. So any last words, sis, and then we out of here. Just my love, you know, my love to all the survivors. Um, my love for, you know, hopefully that, you know, you can rebuild and be even stronger. But just know we are stronger together. And, um, you know, if you need anything, New Orleans, New Orleans has so much love. For Houston, mm-hmm. and so um, we are we will be sending all kind of stuff y'all way soon. <laughs> and um, all right, you know, just know we love y'all in New Orleans. No doubt, and we love y'all here in H Town. No lives detected. Peace. Peace. Break me, take me off my course Fell, pick it up, realign with the source Back on the horse like a diver I'm a survivor, victor Picture perfect, work it Till it's short circuit, think it, speak it Claim it, secret, ain't it 
ancient cadence, further fragrance, ultraviolet, how I speak when I'm silent, through my aura, borealis, aurora, it's in the bloodline, liquid sunshine, the heart, know it and I'm doing my part, sometimes it's switching a blink like a glitch in the link of a chain, stay off it, before I lose I'm a forfeit, no bowing to the corporate, the devil's in the pulpit, applaud this, the flawless, spit gorgeous, justice for the lawless, that real rawness. Love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.